Welcome to Freedom Now with Peter Asanful. Freedom Now is brought to you by the Spirit Life People, a ministry that focuses on teaching you how to live and walk in the Spirit so that you can manifest Christ's freedom in your life. It is our prayer that you shall be transformed as you receive the word from the Lord today. And now, here's your host, Peter Asanful. Amen. All right. So we are on a series that we already started last week. With building godly character. Building godly character. Amen. But last week we laid a very important foundation in which we're going to take off today. We understood that character simply means to be occupied by something when something occupies you your entirety your spirit soul and body is occupied by something that is your character your character is like the foundation you understand your character is who you are it's what you are made up of is everything that makes you up that is your character your attitude is your thoughts your thought pattern the way you think and the way you think is dependent on who you are and we read a very powerful verse in proverbs 23 which says that as a man thinketh in himself so is he so you cannot think differently from who you are you cannot think you are rich when you are poor and you cannot think that you are poor when you are rich that is why it is it is an abomination for a believer to think that he or she is poor when in Christ he has been made rich according to 2nd Corinthians chapter 8 from verse 9 amen somebody so when you want when you are thinking and having the mindset of a beggar when you are beggar and beggarly and you are always all over the place you are not thinking according to the nature that you have in Christ so your attitude is your thought pattern and then your behavior is how you react to every situation that comes across you how you react to people how you react to circumstances how you react to what you go through that is your behavior so how i behave towards you is not dependent on how you behave towards me it's dependent on who i am come on are you here with me so I will not insult you because you insulted me. That is not my character. My character is not to insult you because you insulted me. My character is to even bless you and behave in the way that the Father has made me up. In Christ, it is not a situation of action and reaction. In the world, we talk about an action is equal to a reaction. In other words, the way you act towards me is the way I'm going to react. But in Christ, we learned last week that Jesus said, if someone slaps you on this side, turn to the other side for him to complete his mission. Why? Because our character is not to revenge. Hey. Are you in church with me? Our character is not to revenge our character is to bless when we are cursed our character is to is to speak 
well when we are spoken evil of. So you don't end up becoming a fighter because somebody wants to fight with you. In fact, the Bible says that if somebody wants to teach you, let them teach you. It is better for you to be cheated than for you to teach other people. Why is it like that? Because our father is the final arbiter. He is the one that has the final say in every situation. He is the ultimate judge. So he is the one who will judge your case. That if that person who insulted you deserves to be punished or not, you, you don't have the right to take matters into your own hands. That is why even you know, in the laws of this country, for example, if you catch an arm robber, yes, the person is an arm robber. He has stolen something. The law says, don't even beat up the person. Hand over the person to the police. They are the law enforcers. Do you know that if some, somebody kills an arm robber, that person who killed the arm robber can go to jail for killing someone? Oh, yes. That is if you cut, you see those people who usually do mob action. They cut somebody and they beat up the person, burn the person with time. Those people can go to jail for taking the loss into their own hands. So in Christ, our, our character is godly because it is God who is the final arbiter of everything. He's the one that has the final say. Are you here with me? So today we are building on that powerful foundation. So let's turn our Bibles to Romans chapter number 12. Romans chapter number 12. And I read from verse number 1. Romans chapter number 12. I read from verse number 1. Romans chapter number 1. Uh, today I'm reading from a New King James Version. It said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Let's all read verse 2 together. One to go. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Shout a good amen, somebody. He said, We should not be conformed to the world, but we should be transformed. The Greek word for the word transform is where we get the English word metamorphose. And the classic example in that case is the example of the butterfly. Now before the butterfly flies, he's first of all a larva, a worm, more or less. And within a period of time, that worm becomes an insect that can fly. A beautiful insect. That is what we call transformation. In other words, when you are in Christ, or before you got in Christ, you are like the lava. Okay? For you to be transformed in Christ, you have to be seen in a different state. So you cannot be a Christian and still have the old character. The lava state. No. 
The way that you can become transitioned from a lava to a flying butterfly in Christ is to renew your mind. In other words, make your mind new in accordance to the nature that you have in Christ. In other words, the attitude of your mind must change if you want people to see you as a godly person. You cannot be in Christ. You cannot be a Christian. And you are in Christ. And your attitude has never changed. You are still behaving like you are still in the world. Somebody is in church. Is in Christ. Will close church and will go and fight with somebody. He said, you wait. Sorry, Abba. I'll come back from church. This thing that you have started. We have not even finished it. Let me go to church and come back. When I come back, we'll come and continue. And truly, truly, the person is in church boiling with anger. So why did you come to church? If your heart is full of anger and wanting to go home to go and fight. He said, when we present our bodies to God, we must present it holy and acceptable. I'm going to treat holiness in this series. And let me just give you a gist of what holiness is. Holiness simply means you must be different. You see, holiness, people look at holiness like, okay, you know what? I don't do this thing. Now, it is more than I don't do this thing. It's not enough to think of holiness like, I don't do this thing. To think of holiness is to say, I am different. How different are you? That is the question that needs to be answered. How different are you from that person that is in the world? Look at the spirit that is dominating the world right now. In Ghana right now. One of the obvious spirits that is dominating the world is sport betting. 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 Tata betting. Demonic spirits like that. But you find the young people in church. You find Christian young people. Not nowadays, I have been observing that it's not even the young people that are now betting. The old people too are betting. And I thought at first it was the men that were betting. But the women too are now betting. Hey! <laughs> I was shocked though. I saw a woman that was moving from Lotto Kiosk to Lotto Kiosk. Trying to stake a bet. So, so now you are a Christian. And imagine somebody presents an opportunity. Hey, Charlie, you need money. Let's go and stake. When you stake two cities, you get, I don't know how you get, a thousand or whatever you get. And they present this idea to you. And the Christian, instead of thinking godly, is thinking about money. He said, I'll get money, eh? Okay. After all, if I get the money, I'll go to church and, um, and, and give some tithe. Thanksgiving. Uh, it's not what the pastors are looking for. I heard the man of God say something. He said, listen. It's not all money that God accepts. Yes. Your man of God may accept that money from fraud. But God will reject it. How are you presenting yourself to God? The reason many people are not presenting themselves the way that God wants them to present themselves is because they don't know that to be in Christ is to be spiritual. And that is the angle I'm basing today's teaching on. For you to develop 
godly character, you first have to know that to be in Christ is to be spiritual. Are you here with me? Yes. The reason many people are still carnal and they are flesh and blood is because they are not thinking spiritually. First Corinthians chapter number three. First Corinthians chapter number three. Are you there? First Corinthians chapter number three. It's so sad that there are people in the church today who don't want to think spiritually. But you shall be different. I read verse number one. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse number 1. He said, And I, brethren, could not speak to you as to spiritual people, but as to canal, as to babies in Christ. I fed you with milk, not with solid food. For unto now, you were not able to receive it. And even now, you are still not able. For you are still cannot. For where there, where there are envy, strife, and divisions among you, are you not canal and behaving like mere men? For when one says, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Apollos, are you not canal? The word carnal simply means you are sensitive to the flesh. You are natural. There's no spirituality about you. And I pray for you that by the time you leave church today, I can teach you spiritually. And you receive the word spiritually. You know, that is why there are, there are a lot of people who like to go to churches today where the comforting lies are being taught. They don't, because you see, when we are teaching you spiritual things, most of you will be so uncomfortable in your seat. I tell you. A lot of us will be so, we will be twitching in our seat because carnality is dominating a lot of people's mind. Divisions. That is why I mean, I'm one pastor. I, have, I share everywhere I go. I am one person, I am openly against denominations. The word denomination simply means divisions. Why is there Pentecost? Why is there Apostolic? Why is there Anglican? Why is there Presby? Why is this one this one? Why is this one this one? Do you know, most of those churches came out of divisions. I'm not saying God couldn't send somebody to go and start up a, a church or whatever. He could and he can. But we are in a body of Christ. And you bear witness that someone will see you and will ask you, or will behave towards you in a manner because you don't attend the same church with him or her. You understand? They see you and say, ah, you are Pentecost. So me, I don't deal with Pentecost. I don't deal with um whatever. You have you go to you attend this church. Me, I don't attend that church. So we cannot be friends. That is madness to the highest degree. Why? Because the most important thing that should matter a lot of the time is our common thread. Are you a believer? There are some things that should be common to a Christian. You believe in Jesus Christ. Are you filled with the Holy Spirit? In fact, these are the two things that matters. To be filled with the Holy Spirit and to believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. These are the two most important things. 
So if you meet anybody that says, I believe in Jesus. Right? That is the first thing. The second thing is to find out if the person has received the Holy Spirit. If the person has received the Holy Spirit, we are good to go. Because in heaven, there is no Pentecost. There is no Anglican. There is no Presbyterian. Those who are in heaven are those people who are born of the Lamb's blood and are filled of the Holy Spirit. Oh, I thought you were going to say a good amen. Let me show you. I just said something. I want to show it to you. Go to Acts chapter 19. Acts chapter number 19. I read from verse number 1. Acts 19 verse number 1. And it happened while Apollos was at Corinth that Paul, having passed through the upper regions, came to Ephesus and finding some disciples, he said to them, did you receive the holy spirit when you believe simple question so if you are born again let me tell you please look at me all of you look at me you cannot be born again until you have the holy spirit you are not born again because you come to church two things happen when you call on the name of the Lord, you are saved. Salvation happens when you call on the name of the Lord. The word salvation is from the Greek sozo, and it means to rescue. So when God rescues you through Jesus from the life of sin and death, the next thing he does is to give you his life. And that only happens when you have the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 8. Some of us are looking at me like you don't get it. Let's, let's go to Romans 8. Let me, let me make you understand better. Romans chapter number 8. I read verse number 9. Romans chapter number 8. I read verse number 9. Please turn to your Bibles, everybody. Romans 8 verse 9. Can we all read it together if you are there? How many of you are there? Wave your hands. Let me see. Alright. So let's all read it together. One to go. That you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not his. Did you see that? So you are not born again because you call on the name of the Lord Jesus. When you call on the name of the Lord Jesus, you are saved. Salvation has come. That is pure. But... For you to be born again and to be called a child of God, God must give birth to you. And that only happens when you have received his spirit. And how do you know you have received his spirit? We usually say it comes with evidence of speaking in tongues like it happened in Acts chapter number 2. Speaking in tongues is one of the evidence. But above all, it's not just speaking in tongues. That will make us know that you are, you are a true born again person. What will make your neighbor know that you are true born again is the fruit that you bear. In other words, the character that you have will tell if you are born again or you are not born again. 
Imagine a young man who says he's born again and has six girlfriends. No, no, there's a there, there, your question mark. Eh, if you start drawing it, it will come from America to Ghana. You cannot have six girlfriends and say you are born again. There's something wrong with your mind. Your attitude is wrong. Yeah, I get what I'm saying. Yeah. You cannot say you are born again and then you like quarreling. There's a problem somewhere. There's a problem. You cannot say you are born again and you, you don't like giving. You are more than POP. You define POP. Huh? Just say, you don't like giving. How can somebody who is born again and you don't like giving? You are a product of giving. I said, you are a product of giving. Therefore, you cannot be born again and you don't like giving. How can you say you are born again and you like gossip? You can There are some people, uh, they cannot talk about themselves with people for one minute. They always have to talk about other people. Other people. That is what makes them feel like, oh, when they come to you and then they want to bring somebody's situation and you are not interested. So you are boring. You, you are a boring person. You know, uh, but why don't you talk about ourselves? At least we have something to talk about. If you don't have anything to talk about, then keep quiet. Let me be in my corner, be in your corner. There are some people, they, they don't, one minute they have to talk about somebody. They have to bring somebody's matter up. No! That is not a spiritual way of living. I promise you that we're going to address gossip. It's one of the, the whole part of the message we're going to have. So if you don't have the Holy Spirit, you are not part of Christ. Now, I want to help you out. I want to help you out to understand why you must enjoy to live in the spirit. I get what I'm saying. Because this life of Christ is spiritual. It is never natural. It is spiritual. So if you are waiting to see things happening in the natural side of things, before you believe that God is with you, you get it wrong. Last week we read 2 Corinthians 5 7, right? 17, sorry. So the Lord is the Spirit. 7. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. Now let's go back again and I want to show you something. The same 2 Corinthians 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Amen. Are you here with me? All right. I read from verse number 14. It says, For the love of Christ compels us, because we judged us, that if one died for all, then what happens to all? All died. And he died for all, so that what will happen? That those who live should live no longer for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. So now we don't live for ourselves. In other words, I don't do what I feel like doing. You just don't say what you feel like saying. You don't think what you feel like thinking. You don't do what you feel like doing. Whatever you think, whatever you say, whatever you do, is it bringing out the glory of God in Christ? Are you spiritual in what you are doing? Imagine you come to church and you are sleeping. Is that spiritual? You can sleep in your house, but you cannot sleep in church. But this is where we are training you to be spiritual. 
Now, can we all read verse number 16 together? One to go. Therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. Why? Because now the Lord is the Spirit. So you cannot relate to Jesus like, oh, the, the, the man that walked in Nazareth and Galilee. No, 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 no. You know, there was a song like that in, the, in those days. La, 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 of Galilee. Oh, he has that song. Have you heard that song before? Yeah. No, listen. The man of Galilee is now a spirit and a spiritual man. In Christ, you are not in a physical person. You are in a spiritual man. The life of God. Jesus said in John 2, 24, God is spirit. And they that worship him must worship him where? In spirit and truth. You cannot worship God in your flesh. You don't wake up and say, ah, I feel like praying. Hey, I feel like, I feel, you don't, you don't deal that with God. There are people in church, their mind is all over the place. No. In church, see, that is where you must be super disciplined. That's why we are training you. I was watching a, um, a video some years ago, and how soldiers are trained. You know, in the U.S. I mean, there's a, there's a division that is called the Navy SEAL. And in that division, in the army, is the most brutal and the most deadliest unit in the U.S. Army. Their training is not normal. It's not the normal military training. That you go and hide in a bush and then you can kill python and kill snake. No, 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 no. They can, they can lower you under the sea. With objects or underwater with objects. Until you go beyond the, the normal limit of humans. Because their training is so brutal. They are always tasked for special assignments. They are those people who killed Osama bin Laden. And it was during that time that I got to know of that unit called the, um, the, the Navy SEALs. Discipline. They don't behave like the other soldiers. Yes, they are all soldiers. But they don't behave like the other soldiers. Because their training is different. When you come into church and into Christ, your training is different. How? What kind of training? We are giving you spiritual training. Are you get what I'm saying? That is what builds your character. So that you can think spiritually. And behave spiritually. I always have something against people when, like, I'm teaching like this. They are doing other things. They are not concentrating. Spiritual character is not there. When you come and you are listening to the word. In Christ. Because every word carries life. You cannot play with it. Now, the reason many people play with the word of God is that they think they are hearing information. I am not giving you information. Hey. Are you here with me, church? I am not giving you information. Jesus said, John 6, 63, the words that I speak, they are life and they are spirit. That is why you cannot be coming to church and sitting and chewing your nails and bursting pimples on your face and scrubbing your head and sleeping because we are impacting life. Where there's life, there's seriousness. Hello? I get what I'm teaching you. Say I'm spiritual. If you are born again, you are sitting here. You are first of all spiritual. You are not carnal. So you don't behave in accordance to the flesh. I feel like this. No, you don't say things because of how you feel in your body. No, 
rather you say things in accordance to the knowledge you have in christ because in the spirit listen listen write this thing down in the spirit we don't feel essentially we know in the spirit we know in the spirit we know in the spirit we know that is why when some people say you know usually we say it but we, we don't know that we are not 100% correct say I feel the presence of the Lord it is not an accurate statement it's not a complete truthful statement if you're going to feel the presence of the Lord the chances are you're feeling it in your flesh in your body yes happen in that regard but most importantly you must know that the presence of the Lord is around Are you getting the difference here? If, like I, I, I told you last week, I said it is better to have a character than to what? To be inspired. When you want to feel the move of the Spirit of God, what is happening is that you are so stuck in the flesh that you don't know that the Holy Spirit is moving. We don't need any special momentum for the Holy Spirit to move right now. I can step right now among you and the Spirit of God will do His work because He said, where two or three gather in my name he is there so i know without any shed of doubt that the father is here among his children i don't need to feel his presence i just need to know and by acknowledging his presence his activities are activated his blessings are released his healings are coming i get i don't need to feel i don't need to feel i just need to know that is what happens in the spirit and many people are waiting to feel the people who always wait to feel most often than not they are in the flesh so they need something to activate them they need something to wow them they need some keyboard yes i, I love good music i love good keyboards yes but if they are not there does it mean god will not move it is not the keyboard that will heal the people it's the power of god i get what i'm saying and then when the power of God comes upon you by the, the glory of the Holy Spirit. Oh. I Even in your corner, you are singing hymns. No instrument. The atmosphere will change. The move of God will take place. I have encountered God many times when I'm singing by myself. And there's no instrument available. Why? Because I'm singing from my heart. And I'm having a fellowship knowing that. He said, I am always with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you i know everywhere i go one day i was walking somewhere there was darkness in that place it was a street in another country i was taking a walk at night and all of a sudden i had a thought and i knew it was not from god and what if someone gets out from the bushes and attack you then all of a sudden a song out from my heart instantly as i started singing the song i felt so bold knowing that the presence of god has come around me that is that is that is how god finds it you don't need special moments it's about building a godly character and when you have that godly character your mind your behavior the way you do your things is all synchronizes to reveal the glory of god 
I prophesy over your life that from today the glory of God shall be revealed in you in the mighty name of Jesus in your house the glory shall be seen in your homes the glory shall be seen in your business the glory shall be seen in your office the glory shall be seen in the school the glory of God shall be seen amen somebody I want to show you the difference between the first man and you that is in Christ give me some time to explain the difference so that I will, you will know the importance of walking spiritually in this world having a godly character is to become a spiritual person one the very first man you see when your mother gave birth to you you came into this world as a natural person the first adam when god created him yes god created a natural person to look like him and he was natural he was not spiritual remember god is spirit so if god was going to create anybody to look like him usually it could have been but he said no let me create a natural person that will look like me spiritually and he's only natural he's not spiritual so the first man was purely natural there was no spirituality in adam this is very big old. because you know what i've heard a lot of people say that oh because the bible said and god created man in his own image and likeness then the first adam was spiritual now if the first adam was spiritual i have said it some time ago that when he sinned and died there wouldn't have been any forgiveness for any man why because in the spirit whatever you do is in a state of permanence in the spirit whatever you do is forever it's always there you cannot change your state in the spirit and i told you some time ago that is why satan can never be forgiven why because satan opted to become a an angel of death he killed himself through disobedience i get what i'm saying anybody who takes himself out of the light you find yourself in darkness automatically and he has become permanently like that the reason salvation is for you and i and the reason every man was able to be saved was because we are natural and god didn't make that mistake when he created the spiritual beings the angels when they sinned there was no forgiveness when he was creating us in his image he made us natural so that if we make any mistake he will come and rescue us which the first adam did first corinthians chapter 15. first corinthians chapter 15. First Corinthians chapter number 15. Are you there? I read from verse number 42. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse number 42. So also is the resurrection of the dead. The body is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised what? A spiritual body. There is a natural body. And there is what? 
a spiritual body. And so it is written. Can we read it together? Verse 45. The first man, Adam, became a living being. But the last Adam became what? A life-giving spirit. So the first Adam, who is a natural body, was a living being. Remember? Um, Genesis chapter number 2. And God breathed into his nostrils. And he became a living being. But the, se- the last Adam, who is Jesus, who rose up with a spiritual body, what happened to him? He's a life-giving spirit. So now, in Christ, the life of God in Christ is what to give life. Life-giving spirit. Okay? Now, however, verse 46. However, the spiritual is not first. But what? The natural. And after was the spiritual. The first man was of the earth, made of dust. The second man is the Lord from heaven. So the first Adam was not a spiritual person. He was from the dust. That is why he was not spiritual. See, that is why, again, it is difficult for anybody who is not spiritual to handle the word of God. But the word of God is from a spiritual person. So if you are not spiritual, you cannot handle spiritual knowledge. Now, if I tell you certain spiritual things, some people may not understand because they are not full of the Spirit of God. Yes. There are a lot of things going on in this world right now. And you find people in the church who are doing them. Why are they doing them? Because they are not processing those knowledge they have received spiritually. So the first Adam was created natural. He was never spiritual. And let me add this knowledge to you. If the first Adam was spiritual, he died, right? The Bible says when he sinned, he died. That would have been the first death. Because the Bible said, there's a second death. Revelation chapter 21 verse 8. There's a second death. There's a second death. So if the first Adam, after he sinned, he died. And then he died naturally. Assuming he dies again. That will be like the third death. But the Bible calls the spiritual death as the second death. Why? Because the only death that is available in this world is only the natural death. As a result of the sin of the first natural man. So you see people dying. It's their first death. On the day of judgment, all of these people will more or less be assumed. Their sand, their bodies, will come back together. They will become like you, human beings, having flesh. They will appear before God. Right? And now, if they are found guilty of sin, when they are cast into the lake of fire, they will experience second death. And that is spiritual death. That is eternal death. There will be no resurrection for them again. So you see why you must preach the gospel. With passion. Those who believe in Christ and they didn't have the knowledge and revelation we have. Okay? And they have died. When the Lord returns, according to Thessalonians, they'll be raised from the dead first. Those who are dead in Christ, they'll be raised from the dead first. Right? And then they'll go and meet the Lord. Now then, God will give them their spiritual bodies. 
and they will live with the Lord. They will now be able to live in the realm of the spirit with their bodies. Let me tell you. Don't ever think that when you go to heaven, this body will not be operational. It will be operational. It will be glorified. It will become a spiritual body. So I'm going to see Elmida the way I'm seeing her now. In the spirit. Yes. She's not going to look different from how I'm seeing her. Just that she will, be, she will be having a spiritual body. The way Jesus could walk through walls and appear in meetings, she can become like that. She can walk through walls with a spiritual body. There's no limitation. It's a spiritual body. Yes, that is how it is. That is a teaching for another day. Amen. So the first man was natural. The second man is spiritual. Second Corinthians 3. Second Corinthians 3. Second Corinthians chapter number 3. Can we all read verse number 17 together? Second Corinthians chapter 3. Please, are you there? Alright. One to go. Now the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's what? So now, the Spirit, Jesus has become a Spirit. The Lord is there. Spirit. The Lord, say the Lord, is the Spirit. Amen. So when you come to church, we are training you to be spiritual. You are different from that guy, that lady who came from your mother's womb. You cannot have the same character of your natural DNA because now you are a spiritual person. Amen. Are you here with me? Two. The first man was animated by breath essentially animated by breath by you and i in christ we are animated by the spirit the, the flesh if you know that if the flesh does not breathe the flesh dies right so what gives the body existence is the oxygen now, those of you who have done science, you know that the purpose of the blood in your body is to transport oxygen, right? So, between the blood and the oxygen, which is more important? <laughs> now, which is more important? Between the blood and the oxygen, which is more important? <laughs> the Bible says, the life is found in the blood. So, which means that the blood, when the blood is deprived of oxygen, even the blood dies. Oh, come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. When the blood is deprived of oxygen, it dies. When the blood doesn't have oxygen to carry to all the parts of your body, your members will suffer. And do you know why? Do you know why the blood of Jesus speaks better things than the blood of Abel? Because the blood of Abel is dead. Oh, Shabronde. The blood of Abel is dead. The blood of Jesus is still powerful because of the spirit that gives life. The, Jesus is not having life based on oxygen. He's having life based on the spirit. And because his life is based on the spirit, his blood is not dead. His blood is still alive. And his blood is speaking better things than the blood of Abel. Because the blood of Abel was animated by breath he died 
Die. Die. That is why the blood of Jesus is still saving people. And washing sins away. Because in the spirit, what gives you life, what animates you, is not the oxygen you are breathing. It's the spirit that you have. To everyone who is born again, you are born again with the spirit. You are not born again with oxygen. I shared with the pastors, the pastoral class, I don't know if I shared it in church. There was, there was a missionary some years ago. He was a French missionary. You know what happened? He was preaching in those days and then they killed him. You know what they did to him? They beheaded him. They cut off his head. He was preaching Jesus and they said, don't preach Jesus. If you preach Jesus, we'll kill you. And he continued preaching and they cut off his head. You know what he did? His head was cut off. Because he was full of the Holy Spirit, he carried his head. He carried his head and walked like from here to like in Sawam. Preaching the gospel, his head by his side. Preaching the gospel till he got to in Sawam before he fell down and died. Now some people don't know the power of the life they are carrying. That is why people think that they are living anyhow. You can live anyhow. You cannot live anyhow. He carried the head that was cut from his neck. And was preaching everywhere. Repent, repent. Imagine you meet such a preacher. Won't you repent? <laughs> you will repent. <laughs> that is the life of the Holy Spirit. That is what the Bible also says in the book of Romans, chapter 8. He said, If the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, if that spirit dwells in you, that spirit will also give life to your mortal bodies. So, your bodies will be transformed because of the presence of the Spirit of God that you are having. It is the Spirit that is giving you life. Not your, not your blood, not the, the blood of your father, not the oxygen. It's the Spirit. That is why if you are here, sitting, hearing me, listen. Don't live by your feelings. Live by the Spirit, the life that you have. The first man. He sinned because he was living by sight, feelings. Oh, wow. The first thing he did, that even proved that the first man was flesh and blood. When he saw Eve, he said, wow. What a woman. He's flesh of my flesh, bones of my bones. Spiritual yeah. people say, wow, to the word they hear. Natural people say, wow, to the things they see. And I repeat myself. Spiritual people say wow to the word of God they hear. Natural people say wow to the things they see. That's why you see a woman, you can't turn left, you can't turn right. Because you are wow wise by what you are seeing. If you know the word of God, your eyes will be disciplined. You are looking at the lady, the, whole, the devil will take a photo. In your mind. You are sleeping, you are seeing images. You are eating, you are seeing images. You wake up from the bed, you have wet your bed. How is that possible? Because you didn't discipline your eyes. You were living by sight. You have drunk Ghana map on your bed. <laughs> I remember those days when we were in secondary school. Ghana map. People would draw Ghana map on their bed. They have wet their bed. If you go and investigate, the, the images running in their mind are not godly. Are you here with me? A natural person saw the lady say, Wow, this is bone of my bones. The same way they presented him with the fruit. Don't eat. Spiritual person would do the word 
don't eat. Natural person say, okay, let me eat. Grace is sufficient. Let me eat. Grace is sufficient. No. So as a spiritual person, how do you live your life? By the spirit and the word. We live from the spirit and we produce the word. So you know what? The Holy Spirit deposits the word in our spirit. And then we get the word out to bear fruit. That is why when the Holy Spirit appeared on the scene, he didn't create anything, not because he could not. In the spirit, the way we communicate is through words. What we say. In the spirit, you don't use more that. No, no, no. Words. So every spiritual person, you will know the person by the words. They believe, the words they speak, the words they think about. Please, are you here with me? I get what I'm teaching you. The first man was so natural. Genesis 2 7. If I let, let's look at um, um, Ezekiel. But you can read Genesis 2 7 when you go home. Ezekiel. I want to finish this thing today. When I go with you next week, I'll start something else. Ezekiel. Ezekiel 37. It's a very, very powerful story that you must. You must um, talking about the dry bones. You know, have you heard that story? Dry bones come back to life. I, I just want to prove to you that natural people are not animated by spirit; they are animated by bread. So, in verse nine, verse nine, God said to the prophet. Also, He said to me, "Prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath." That says the Lord. Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on this lane that they may live. Are you getting it now? He didn't say prophesy to the spirit. Ezekiel 37 9. He didn't say prophesy to the spirit that the spirit will come into them so that they may live. He said prophesy to the world, to the breath. And the breath comes from the four corners, this whole wind that is blowing. It's what gives the human body existence. But you, that is in Christ. Now, there's another layer. It's called the Spirit of God. The life comes from the Spirit. If anyone being in Christ, is a new creation. Because now you have the Spirit of God. Now, you see, in Christ, God didn't create you. No. Hello, are you here? In Christ, God didn't create you. God gave birth to you. So you have his very life. Say God gave birth to me. He didn't create me in Christ. He gave birth to me. I have his DNA. I have his life. So if God is spiritual, I must also be spiritual. So you must start thinking spiritual. Learn to forgive one another. Don't let anybody get you so offended. You, are not, you, you, are not, you don't talk to this one. You don't talk to this one. You are always offended. Always angry. Always this. Your character is questionable. Your character is questionable. Are you here with me? If you are in this church and you are not talking to someone, make peace. Jesus comes, your life, the fruit you are bearing. He said, by your fruit, we shall know you. It's not only for pastors. So you sitting down there, what fruit are you bearing? By your fruit, we shall know you. By your fruit. Imagine a Christian who is cursing. Cursing people for them to die. That is not a godly character. 
That's not in godliness. Don't curse anybody to die. Tell your neighbor, don't curse anybody to die. Godly character blesses. Godly character. Say, I'm a blesser. I don't curse. I give life. Oh, say it to us, I give life. I don't kill. See, so by your fruits you shall know. There are some people they like to pray, but they don't like to do the will of God. <laughs> Luke 8. He said, It's good to pray, but after you have prayed, will you walk by faith? Will the Son of Man find faith in the world? Three. The first man, like I said earlier, does not have spirit in addition to his body. He does not have a spiritual nature. The first man, he did not have a spiritual nature. And as this verse we're going to read, many people think that it applies to every human being in this world, but it is not. First Thessalonians chapter 5. First Thessalonians. Chapter number 5. 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5. Can we all read it together if you are there? 1 Thessalonians 5. One to go. Now may the God of peace sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, a lot of people have interpreted this verse to mean that every human being have a spirit, soul, and body. No. Remember that Paul was talking to the church at Philippi. He was not talking to the world. He was not talking. He was talking to the church. He's only a Christian, a born-again person who has a spirit nature and has a soul and has a body. In fact, when we are talking about soul, 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 soul has to do has nothing to do with, with even the spirit side of a person. It has to do with the natural and the, and the carnal side of a person. It's a personality. Are you here with me? So at the end of the day, you, you have a spirit. Say, I have a spirit. Spirit nature inside. I have a soul and I have a body. You are, made, you are three parts. Because now you have the nature of God in you, which is spirit. Are you getting the point here now? Yes. But the first man did not have it. He only had a soul. He, only, he could only see things and perceive things naturally. So one of the fruits of a spiritual person is that you don't just judge based on what you hear or based on what you see. You judge based on the spirit and the life of God that is in you. Amen. Four. The first man always walks in darkness. After he fell. The first man. He walk in darkness. You always walk in darkness. But you in Christ. You walk in the light all the time. So the spiritual person. You are always in the light. Between the one who is in darkness. And the one who is the light. Who sees better? Please answer me. I'm asking you. Who will see better? The one in the light. So why is it that we will leave our light. We put it there. And we want to go and follow people who are in darkness. Rather, people should see the wisdom of the church. And come and learn from us. Because we are in the light. Daytime, you can see. If you drop your coin, daytime, you can find it. 
If you drop your coin in a very dark place at night, you may not find it. You have to go and get a torch to look for it. But today, why should people in the church born again, feel of the Holy Spirit? Why are they allowing the well to tell them what to do? Why? Why? Let me tell you, with me, I don't have any problem against anybody who is out there. But the truth is still the truth. There can never be a gay Christian. Never. I'm online, I'm on everywhere. People are hearing me. There can never be a gay Christian. It's not possible. It's not possible. It's not possible. I know there are some people who feel like, oh, I can still be a gay and be a Christian because of the grace of God. It's not possible, my dear. It's not possible. There are some people who think that they can be polygamist and be a Christian. It's not possible. I say it's not possible and it's not the truth to have more than one wife and want to be a Christian. I'm telling you the truth today. I don't care how you feel, but that's the truth. Let someone give me one reason, tangible enough, why they want to have more than one wife. And most of them, me, I read white, so I know why I'm saying. I know what I'm saying. The main reason a lot of people say I want to have more than one wife. Do you know why? Because <laughs> if I want to, if I want to, I want to make love to my wife and she's not in the mood. Maybe she's having whatever, whatever. And I want to do it. And she's not ready. I can go to the other woman who is ready. Imagine. Such a depraved mindset. Why you want to have more than one wife? Other people say, I want to have more than one wife because I have the money to do it. I have the resources. I can have more than one wife. I have the money to take care of them. If you are listening and watching me and you have this mentality, you cannot be a Christian. This is not the character of a Christian. Oh, that's the truth. Though. Oh, when you marry, those of you who are not married, when you marry, you can only watch one tube. It's not YouTube, but one tube. You just watch what God has given you and live by that person. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. So there are a lot of things that the world is telling us to bring into the church and we are gladly accepting them no we must tell them the truth we don't hate you we love you the same way jesus christ came and told me to repent the same way i can i should tell somebody to repent have a 360 turn around and repent people think that life is all about money they get the money yet their life is destroyed it's not about money it's not all about money godly character makes you to walk in the light say i walk in the light so jesus said you are the light of the world when everybody your age mates are having girlfriends and they are committing sexual wickedness why don't you say no they are walking in the darkness that's why they are falling into that gutter but i'm in the light i'll stay true to the word oh yes and see how glorious you become I read a story and I was shocked. How God has made it possible 
for this body of ours to be repaired god in his infinite wisdom people don't know what he has given us but if the church can be spiritual and not be natural we will enjoy the glory of god amen somebody so you say i'm the light john 1 john chapter 1 john chapter number 1 john chapter number 1 how we all read verse number 4 together john chapter number 1 are you there wave your hands if you are there john 1 4 let's read verse 4 one to go in him was life and that life was the light of men so the life of christ brings you light oh amen i said he brings you light say i'm the light of my world i know where to go at the right time i know what to do at the right time i know what to say at the right time that is what it means to be born again by this character people will know that you are in the light you just don't follow the crowd the voice of the people is not always the voice of god you just don't follow the crowd you just don't do things because people are doing it you do things because of the life of god in you oh amen somebody because of the spirit of god in you that is why you say what you are saying that is why you think what you are thinking when you go somewhere where there's darkness the light of god appears there's trouble in that household because of you peace is coming there Ah, there's poverty in that household because of you prosperity is coming there that is the light there's sickness in that household because of you divine health is coming there everyday problems in that house because of you there is peace in that house that is the light of god when you have the life of god the light of god also is there god shows where to go he shows what to do he shows how to do it because of the light may the light of god be seen in your life may the light of god be seen in your activities the light of god be revealed in your finances let it be revealed in your education let it be revealed in your business let it be revealed in your home the light of god let it be revealed in your children your children will not go away order your children will not pick up bad habits your children will become excellent in their education in the mighty name of jesus shout out work in the light said i'm the light of the world you are the light why are you allowing the world to tell you what to do this is the character you have it's from inside oh they tell you oh come on oh it's nothing it's just let's go here let's go and have fun let's go and chill relax don't follow the crowd tell your neighbor don't follow the crowd tell, look to your neighbor and say don't follow the world don't follow the crowd don't do what the world is doing That is why there are some people they can do any work any job because they think life is about money they don't care killing and cheating people just to get money they don't care in my life since i got born again i never got any job that would take my sunday or my fellowship away and you find some people i saw a post on facebook the other day and then the, the question was if you are a christian and you are offered we pay this 20,000 CDs or so a month. But your work is only on Sundays, the day of your, your fellowship. Will you take it? Okay, I'm also asking my church members. 
How many of you will take it? Jesus is here. If you lie, he knows your heart. How many of you will take it? Come and see their response. Hey! Somebody said, it's not only on Sunday that we worship. We can worship God on any day. Yes, it's technically true, but the person has been flawed. Okay, what if your church doesn't organize any activities on any other day apart from Sunday? Or apart from Friday or Wednesday or Tuesday? One person said, oh, as for the church, it's the same money I will take to go and give an offering. So I can take it and then use Momo to send my offering. Can you imagine? Live, tell me about live by faith. Say live by faith. In concluding today's message, let's turn our Bibles to Galatians 5. Galatians chapter number 5. Are you there? Spiritual people. You see, this ministry where God gave me the revelation that we're changing our vision to be called the spirit life people. Every day he opens things up for me to understand. That is why if you're in this church, it, is, it will be an error for you not to think spiritually. I'm telling you the truth. The DNA of this congregation is to be spiritually minded. I'm telling you. And some of us will not, will not give up until we see every single person sitting in front of me. Behaving spiritually. Thinking spiritually. We are not doing business as usual. That is why some of the things you hear me teach about. Some of you are new here. I'm not teaching the, the, the normal kind of things. No, 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 no. I want to see you in heaven. Tell anybody I want to see you in heaven. Yes, I'll teach you the things that will give you the ticket there. Yeah. I will not, I will not pamper you. No. We'll teach you things that will build you up spiritually. Yeah. 16. Galatians 5, 16. I read from verses. I say then, what must you do? Walk where? Walk where? Please, some of you are not looking into your Bible. Walk where? In the spirit. And if you walk in the spirit, what is going to happen to you? You will not, you shall not fulfill the last of the flesh. If you came to church on Friday, I define what last means. In other words, you will not fulfill the desire of the flesh. The desires of the flesh, fornication or sexual immorality, lying, gambling, gossip, cheating, insult, quarrel. You will not fulfill them. Yeah. I mean, it's very, very tempting, isn't it? Yeah. See a very, very beautiful lady, and the lady is looking at you, looking at you, looking at you. Instead of you running, you are looking at her back. You flee. Oh, I have the grace of God. I can, I can handle her. <laughs> you don't want to hear what the Holy Spirit wants to say. Verse 17. Can we all read it together? For the flesh lasts against the spirit. And the spirit against the flesh. Can I explain? Just one minute. You see, when you are so flesh conscious, you don't desire spiritual things. That's why you come to church and you are sleeping. You don't desire, you don't want to hear spiritual things. You don't want to hear the word. You are feeling sleepy in church. It is in church that you'll be removing the meat from your teeth. 
the meat that you ate last night is church. That you'll be doing like this. It is in church that you'll be re- responding to your WhatsApp messages. It's in church. See, the, the flesh is said that when you see anybody who is very um, reserved towards spiritual things, that person is very, very carnal. Very carnal. And those are the people who honor God with their mouth, but their heart are not with Him. I feel like sleeping. And the way Apostle is talking today is very dull. There's no fire. There's no fire. If I burn you with a fire, will you survive? You don't need any fire. All you need to see, see, I, I've, said, I've used this example before. I remember those days when, you know, we were dating. And um, the space phone, those days, they brought the free night call. I don't know if today still exists. I don't, I don't. I mean that you have been using it. The way you answered me that you have been using it. Now, how, how did you know it's still there? Because I've not been seeing the advert. So it's still there that you have been using it. Uh, you are a suspect. Those days, they will say, oh, oh this, this, this. So what we'll do is that even though when we are tired, we just want to impress a lady. So I'll call you around 11.45. And then we'll call. We'll talk to 4 a.m. In Juma. In Juma, see. We will not blink our eyes. And it's like, the devil made it possible that every one hour, there's something interesting to talk about. And like, you keep on going. It's like an opium. You, you, you keep on going and going and going before you realize, oh, we didn't realize it's for, oh. And then they'll give you the prompting. You're, you're, so I don't feel like going. You didn't sleep all night, 12 Four. Didn't blink an eye. The flesh is always attracted to flesh. This you are in church just two hours. Daytime, broad daylight. Broad daylight. Hey, that is where you feel like snoring. The flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. That is their defense. It cannot be your defense. You must bring your bodies. Under subjection of Christ. Amen. Yeah. There are some people who don't watch this super press. They cannot sleep. Sleep. When you meet somebody who is very spiritual, who is always talking about the Bible, his dog. It's not a very fun person. I like flowing with fun people. I like people who put some fun into their Christian life. Some fun. You want fun in Christianity. Fun. You want to have fun. Whoa. Look at the works of the flesh. Verse 10. Say, but if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh. Sorry. Verse 19. Uh, sorry. 18 and 19. Now, the works of the flesh are evident. In other words, if somebody is producing the works of the flesh, this is how you're going to see it. You don't need any, any prophet to tell you whatever you're going to see. If anybody is behaving and doing the work of the flesh, this is how you're going to see it. Can we name them? One. One. Are you there? The works of the flesh are evidence, which are one. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, 
jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, reveries, and the like. Now, you see, let me, let me point out something. This version does not make it um, obvious. The word sorcery there, the Greek word means witchcraft. Okay? New King James says sorcery, but it is witchcraft. So witchcraft, it is a work of the flesh. Ah, they didn't get a revelation here. Which means witchcraft is someone's character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fueled by the devil. All these works of the flesh, they are fueled by the, the, the demons that are responsible. Yes, all right. Witchcraft. Works of the flesh. Can you imagine? So when the Bible says, the one who wants to destroy things is not different from a witch. Witchcraft. Huh? Witch and the craft of it. Put together. The craft of witch. Mean that the person always devises means to destroy things. It's a craft. It's a skill. Now look at the works of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit. Sorry. He said... Of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in the time past, that those who practice them will not do what? You will not go to heaven. No? You will not go to heaven. Those who like fornicating, sexual immorality, you will not go to heaven. No? I'm warning you today. You are, you are a fool if you think you can womanize and go to heaven. No, it's not possible. It's evident. So when you see someone who is always chasing girls, and it's also in the church. That person is not, is not bearing the fruit of Christ. The character is a suspect. The attitude is a suspect. The behavior is a suspect. I get what I'm teaching you. Yeah. yeah. Why do you need a girlfriend when you don't have the intention of marriage? What is the motivation? Now, what is the motivation? What, what is the motivation of <laughs> thank you Holy Spirit <laughs> I pray that your ears will be open to hear what the Spirit is saying what is the motivation what is your motivation when you have a girlfriend with not having the intention of marriage what is the motivation so that oh I also have a girlfriend or not thinking what I'm thinking. Some of you would have been thousand years and millionaires if you didn't have a girlfriend. You have not eaten, you are buying credit for someone's daughter. You don't even have a shoe, you are buying high heels for someone's daughter to wear. You have not barbed a hair, you are buying Brazilian wig for someone's daughter to wear. And to take Snapchat and send to you. Have you seen how skinny you are looking? You are not eating. You are some, someone's daughter is looking fresh. And look at how bony you are looking. How bony you are looking. Is it your responsibility to take out someone's daughter? 
I'm a father. I must take off my daughters. I don't want to come and take off my daughters. If you have saved your money by now, you would have bought some Uber car. And the car would have been generating some income for you. Calculate all the credits. The Frankies, the Papaya, the Brazilian week. Calculate the monies you have shipped to other daughters, people's daughters. Put all of them together. By now, you would have been owning a car. You are in church. Also, pray for me to buy a car. Go, go and collect all your money from those ladies. Go and buy a car. You don't need any special prayers. Go. See also. You don't need a girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, you can. Uh, friend, lady, or oh, I know her. Fine, fine. But don't go beyond I know her. Feeling for her. I'm feeling. So what are you feeling? Demonic feelings. What feelings are you feeling? Instead of you giving your money to people's daughters, sow it as a seed. Save it. Put it somewhere. Say, Father, I'm sowing this money. And there are some ladies here. You are also using your money to support a guy who is not ready to marry you. And at the end, they say, I've gotten broken heart. You have broken heart? Nobody broke your heart. Works of the flesh. You don't need a girlfriend when you are not ready to marry. Tell your neighbor. Though if you look at your neighbor, he's not married. Say, say, you don't need a girlfriend, you are very ready to marry. You see, they cannot look at you. You see? I'm looking, I'm observing. I can come, you see? I can look at them, see? They cannot. I say, look at your neighbor sitting next to you. You don't need a girlfriend, you are not ready to marry. Ah, you are looking at me. Look at their neighbor, you are looking at me. The same of plans. Yeah. This is what will save you. I'm telling you, this truth that I'm teaching you. Pray and love spiritual things. And what are the fruit of the spirit? First one. Love. Joy. Peace. Long suffering. Kindness. Goodness. Faithfulness. Gentleness. And self-control. I think everybody needs self-control. Restraining order. Yeah. The self-control that Joseph had. I told you last week. Joseph, a woman, took off her clothes. Said, Joseph, sleep with me. How do we even call it? Uh, scholarship. In secondary school, we used to call it scholarship. A lady has given you scholarship. Joseph ran. Today, they don't look for scholarship. But we will apply. We, we, will pay, we will pay. We will apply. We don't need scholarship. We will come and apply. <laughs> no. Self say self-control. Why are you going to... Why are you... You see, the people of this world, like how Adam exclaimed, wow, flesh on my flesh. So, wow, this is the kind of lady I want to marry. They don't have any spiritual understanding of marriage. Are you here with me? As a, as a child of the spirit, your character must be full of love. Your character must be full of joy. The Bible says that when you are talking to someone, impart grace. That the person will be full of joy. Please. The world is full of darkness. Be that light that the world is looking for. Are you here with me? Be that light. One day. Say one day. 
I want to buy something. There were a lot of people there. So the lady, in giving me the change, I gave her 20 CD notes. In giving the change, she gave me past the 20 CDs I gave her. That is something. Apparently, she was thinking she was giving a change to another person, and she gave it to me. So she gave me the change. I waited a second, and I looked at her to see if she realized that she has given me the change, a wrong change. I realized that she was not of herself, busy collecting other monies. I said, young lady, no, you are supposed to give me a change of this. You have given me this. I said, ah, thank you so much. And then she took the money. I said, how much will I? I said, you give me this change. Say, hey, thank you. God bless you. The lady was standing and she sat down. I don't know why she sat down, but I felt she was kind of mesmerized. That like, apparently, the business is not hers. She is selling on behalf of someone. So she will go and give an account. So imagine I took away that change, which a lot of people would have. You would have put someone's daughter in debt for her to pay that difference. And I gave it. You just tell me God bless me is enough. I have checked another reward in heaven. Don't take what is not yours. Spiritual person, don't take what is not yours. Don't, don't be jealous for something that is not yours. Envy something that is not yours. Be content with what you have. And be thankful for what you have. Are you here with me? Self-control. Faithfulness. Love, joy, peace. Let it be your fruit. Can someone trust you enough and leave their business in your hand? Would they come back and find the business grown? Or would they come and find the business in shambles? Or they'll come and see you opening your own business? Don't think like the average Ghanaian. A lot of Ghanaians are not, they are not loyal. They are not loyal. But be faithful. Whatever God gives you to do, be faithful. See, that's why I see. I'm here teaching. We are, we are here to become a mega church. We are, we, are, we, are, we, are, we are growing rapidly as we can see. But I come here and I give you everything. Do you know why? Thank God for you. I told you the last time, even if it is empty chairs that are here, I'll still teach the same way I'm teaching. If it is one person, I'll teach the same way I'm teaching. Because I want to be faithful with what God has given me. And I thank him. You know what it takes for some people to come and sit and listen to you? Don't be ungrateful. Be grateful for what you have. Their spiritual fruit. Whatever you find it to do, do it as unto the Lord. Do it as unto the Lord. Always thank God for what he has given you. And you see your life flourish. Amen. Thank you for being a part of today's message. This program was brought to you by the friends and partners of the Spirit Life people. For further information, kindly visit us at www.thespiritlifepeople.com or subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channels or find us on all major social media platforms. Stay blessed and always remember that in Christ Jesus, we are free.